Happy spooky season, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect you to say that. But yes, happy spooky season. Halloween is almost here. Robert and I went to a bomb-ass Halloween party this past weekend. They had like a whole haunted... What would you even call that? Like, It was a haunted maze. Like a haunted it wasn't a maze, though. I mean, it was it was like a walkthrough, like a haunted walkthrough. Type a walkthrough thing. type thing with like people jumping out at you, and like when we first got to the house, the fog was so thick that we couldn't see like right in front of us. And then like, of course, Josh and Cassie, Cassie popped out and like scared us. <laughs> and I was like already not ready because like Carlos came outside and he we're like, oh, did you know we were we were like here? And he's like, no, I was just looking outside. And I'm like, liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like one of those parties that every I think everybody dreams of like being able to go to like. A Halloween party that's like fully Halloween. Some, sometimes people have Halloween parties that's like, oh yeah, they like turn off the lights. Like no, there was like strobe lights everywhere, spider webs, all like so much fog, food. So much fog. The food was all Halloween themed. There's like a fountain with blood, like a cauldron, like literally, yeah, fucking done all the way up. So it was super dope. Yeah, and they had their um their Roomba had a Chucky doll on it, <laughs> and the Chucky doll was like, did you know that that was actually not a Roomba? Like that was the that was the Chucky doll. Everyone thought it was a Roomba. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it actually wasn't a Roomba. Oh, okay, damn. No, I thought they just... Gl- I thought that was kind of like the joke of it, that they glued it to the Roomba. Okay, never <laughs> That's mind. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, my friend uh, Cody, he does like film and videos and photos and stuff like that. So the photos came out bomb. That's always a positive. And then he just uh, made a video of the party, which is like splitting, like putting it all together and like putting music to it and stuff like that. And it's just, it's cool to like see somebody like do that, you know? Something that's like a hobby for them and mm-hmm. have it like actually look really cool. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to check it out, his Instagram is Cody M. Anderson, and he has the video on IGTV there. But it was crazy because, you know, the party was happening, whatever, and it was really close to my sister's house. And her cat has been having, like, a lot of um, health issues, like urinary problems. And he had to get, like, uh, emergency surgery two weeks ago to remove bladder stones because he was blocked. Like, he literally couldn't pee at all. And so she now has, like, a massive vet bill it's five thousand dollars and i had to take him to the vet again yesterday because he was having some more issues which cost me a nice arm and a leg (laughs) um but yeah if you guys want to support she did start a gofundme i'm gonna tag it and um not tag it i'm gonna leave it in the description uh the episode description notes so that you guys can donate or share if you guys can um she's already made a thousand dollars of her goal of five thousand so Everyone's helping out a lot, and it really means the world to us because, like, this is her baby. It's her first cat, and we really don't want to see him be in any more pain because it's been a- about three weeks now that he's been, like, in and out of the vet and surgery and all of that. And they're poor, so help them. And we're poor. <laughs> like, and if you want to trade for some feet pics, like, we can you do that. You right. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, too. You know, whatever type of exchange you guys are into. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Whatever you're down for, I'm down for. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm going to leave that in the episode notes. So please share and donate, guys. Yes, yes, for sure. Definitely try to help out if you can. Um, So with this episode coming out so close to Halloween, we wanted to go ahead and do like a little spooky theme episode. So I guess we'll we'll just talk about all things scary, fears, that type of thing. So I'd like to start off with probably the creepiest thing that has ever happened to me in my entire life. Something that I still to this day can't explain. 
And it happened in 2018, so two years ago.、Um, my friend Anu and her husband, or he was her fiance at that point, but whatever, we、um, all decided to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Which, for those of you who don't know what Halloween Horror Nights is, Universal Studios does this every year where they create different houses with scary themes, and you can go through and basically get scared. You pay to get scared <laughs> and go through houses. It's bomb, it's, though. It's,、like、it's, it's super fun. It's like premiere, like on, the, on the, the more extravagant side of like hauntings and houses and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really cool. And we. This year that we went, it was like super busy, and I was hearing that the lines and stuff were really long, so we ended up getting like fast passes. And so we were able to go to all of the houses. I actually think you went with us, didn't you? I mean, I've been so many times. I, I know, yeah,、that. yeah, you probably yeah. wouldn't know. But anyway, it was <laughs> me, Anu, and her fiance. And so we were all going through the houses, whatever, and then it was really fun. And the next day, I believe, on Twitter, I get a message request from someone that I don't follow and someone that doesn't follow me. And it was a message that had a, a picture in it. And so I click on the picture because when you first click on it, it says that it's hidden since I don't follow them. And guess what it is? A dickity pickity. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it's a picture of me and Anu candidly at Halloween Horror Nights. And so I'm looking at the picture right now, and it looks like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. So it's literally a picture that looks like maybe someone had like a panoramic or something because it looks kind of stretched out to me. But it's me and Anu just standing there talking to each other. Like someone had randomly snapped the picture, and the, this person sent the picture to me. Who is he? I don't, hold on, I don't know. I, I didn't see anyone that I knew there. Anyone that I knew there at all, and the picture is all that they sent. So, what freaked me out was how do you know who I am? How did you find my Twitter? Because my Twitter username isn't the same as any of my other usernames for any of my social media accounts. And I don't really, I'm not really on Twitter like that. So, how did you know who I was? How did you find my Twitter account? And why the fuck did you send a picture to me of myself? Why'd you even take the picture in the first place? Because, in my eyes, if you. Know me enough to take a picture of me, why would you not say something?、Mm -hmm. So that shit was creepy as fuck. And not to mention, they sent this pic at 3 02 a.m. Three o'clock is death hour.、Mm -hmm. Do you, you, you know what I'm talking、yeah. about? Like 3 a.m., that's、mm -hmm. when all like, the scary shit happens. So obviously, you sent me this picture at 3 a.m. of me and my friend to scare me. And what's freakier is that the username for this person. Is truth and then a bunch of numbers. Truth. So you chose that username. And he, the person has zero followers and they're following zero people. And on that account, that was the only activity. So you created that account to send that picture.、Mm -hmm. And I still, to this day, two years later, have no fucking idea who sent that. And it freaked me out because I'm like, do I have a fucking stalker? It's probably Loki, one of your friends, being like, hee hee hee. Like, but you know, at that point, wouldn't you just. Maybe it might, I mean, it could have not been like a friend, but somebody from like high school who you like know, but you don't really know. But isn't that kind of extreme? I don't think so. You took a picture of me, had to make a Twitter account anonymously, find my Twitter, and then send it to me.、Mm -hmm. And then two years later, you still haven't like said anything about it? That's pretty fucking weird, Robert. 
No, yeah, that's that's for sure. Definitely uh, strange. I guess that my I'm not really like afraid of things like that, but I guess I can see. I wasn't afraid. It was creepy. Yeah, like out of the like that's ordinary. Like, I didn't see anyone that I knew, and like this person went out of their way in order to do this. That's fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. That means that like, do you know what I'm saying? You were watching me without me knowing. Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I've known people or like guys that like watch people that they're interested in and they just don't say anything. That shit is definitely but weird. How did you find my Twitter? And why do you have an anonymous Twitter account? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like you obviously were never intending on speaking to me. You just wanted to send the picture. Yeah. And if I'm remembering correctly, I think part of what freaked me out was that around this time, my house had been broken into. And so this happened after that. And mm-hmm. it freaked me out because I was like, I didn't obviously know who broke into my house. And then who is also taking pictures of me and sending me anonymously on Twitter? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just got creeped out because I'm like, do you have, do I have a fucking stalker is what that made me feel like. And I've, nothing came from it. And yeah, it makes for a fucking good story, but... I, I mean, you saw the picture. I wasn't posed for it. She, We both didn't know it was being taken. It was completely candid. Yeah. And it, what, what it kind of looks like to me is that they maybe, like, took a picture and then saw me in it and then somehow, look, like, started searching for me. I don't know. That shit was fucking weird. That's why I'm like, whoever it was, to me, I think has to know who you are. I don't think it's just, like, a random person. Like, I think it's somebody who knows who you are. I they mean, just probably don't. Who the fuck are you Somebody at truth? Blah, watching blah, blah, blah. watching in the shadows. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and you know, like as a girl, you I don't know, things kind of freak you out a little bit a little bit more because men can be very disgusting and very dangerous and it starts with sometimes it can start with something little and then turn into something a lot bigger than that. Yeah, for sure. So I guess we can just go ahead and like transfer this into like some of our fears, which is weird, because I'm not really somebody who has a lot of fears, but now that Clearly. I'm thinking about it, I think I I can figure out some. I think one of my main fears would probably have to be allowing somebody uh, past the wall of, you know, when I first meet somebody, there's usually like a wall up, allowing somebody past that wall and like them be not being who I thought they were the entire time, that scared me. Just because, really? yeah, I think it's just one of those things that um, I feel like I'm good at reading people. I feel like I'm good to the point where I don't really second guess myself. So to, for somebody to get past that far, that means that you were like really good at what you do. And people like that scare oh, so me. So you're basically you're afraid of being manipulated? Not afraid of being manipulated. I'm afraid of people who are really good at manipulating, I guess. Because like I said, my radar in terms of like character is really well. So those people that can like turn on and turn off and be like completely different people is insane to me the people that in front of you they're one way but then you could like see them and they're living a whole other different fucking life oh my god fucking story of my life yeah it's crazy because like oh my gosh this past weekend like i learned a secret of someone that's close to me and it just really made me question their character and who they are because i feel like this this happens to me a lot to where I think that I know someone and then I find out about things that they're doing when I'm not there. Even, I mean, not even when I'm not there because it's not something that was like directly affecting me. But when they think no one's looking, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
So as much as you may think you know people, even as close as you may think that you are to them, or as long as you've been in each other's lives, you never really know anyone. Mm-hmm. Crime junkie life rule. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's scary to me. But in terms of like fears, I'm like... Yeah, you don't really... It's funny because like Robert and I are so polar opposite. Like Robert doesn't really have any fears. It doesn't really get spooked unless it's like something stupid. Yeah. Like petrified forest. That nigga was scared. <laughs> um, but like ter- in terms of like life, you don't have a lot of fears. But for me, I have a lot of fears. But then for like shit like that, like stupid things where people are trying to scare me won't scare me that bad. Mm-hmm. So what are like, what would you say is your biggest fear? So growing up, I always thought that my biggest fear was um, like heights, you know, like falling. But as I've gotten older and I don't need, oh my gosh, this is going to sound so, I feel like corny and I don't even want to sit too long on it because it makes me feel like I'm manifesting it into my life. But my greatest fear is my mom dying. Really? Yes. I did not think that. I know because <laughs> I don't like to talk about it because it really does freak me out because I think for a long time I thought that I was, or not that I thought that I was so independent, but I was so independent that I thought that I didn't need anybody and I just thought that I was kind of like invincible and I could do everything by myself and just from the last few years I realized that I can't do everything by myself and I do rely heavily on my mom like just like just like for I think I think because she's my only parent do you know what I'm saying so like Mm -hmm. the emotional support and just like the security of just having her there like it freaks me out to my core to think about her dying like I don't know how I would recover from that to be honest like I would be fucked up for a really long time Mm -hmm. I think I would be different forever I mean that makes sense well yeah but it's something that really freaks me out but I guess I'll just like Go past that one. <coughs> Don't want to get too serious. <laughs> but like my other fears. Okay, so I have a fear of needles. And when I say... If you're passing the fuck out. I know. When I say fear, I mean like my reaction to needles is passing out. Mm-hmm. So you know how there's like people who, have, who are like, oh, I never passed out before in my entire life. I've passed out probably 20 plus times in my whole life from needles so and my fear started when I first moved to America and I feel like the reason that it was able to manifest as such a large phobia is because I was already having such a large transition in my life moving from a different country and then like leaving my like other family behind and stuff like that I think it was very traumatic for me so when you first come into the country you have to get a bunch of immunizations and so I remember it was like one of our first days in America and we went to the doctor and the girl like or I'm sorry, not the girl, the nurse needed to prick my finger in order to get like some type of blood sample, I guess from my iron or something like that. And she didn't tell me what was going on. And this is why it's so fucking important to tell your fucking patients what you're doing because they need to know what to expect. So she takes out the thing to prick my finger and it looks like a pen. And she doesn't say anything about what she's doing and I'm in the room by myself and she takes my index finger and puts the pen on it and clicks it and it stabs my finger and I, it hurt <laughs> and i was 7 years old so you know what things hurt when they hurt and so i'm like oh my god ow and then she was like squeezing my finger and no blood was coming out and then she was squeezing more and more and then 
the blood wouldn't stop flowing. So I had blood draining, like running down my hand. And it freaks me out because I was like, oh my God, where's my mom? And the next thing I remember, I was being, she was shaking me. Who, the nurse? She was shaking me because I passed out. And that's the first time that I ever passed out. And after that, I pass out every single time. I get a shot or any type of needle. Sometimes even going to doctor's offices would uh, would make me lightheaded and I couldn't watch anyone get any needles and the smell of alcohol would make me lightheaded like I was gonna pass out and this I still have this phobia today but it's so much better obviously because I'm in, I'm in nursing school <laughs> but also because um, I had to get like a lot of IVs and needles like that within the past year and so like I'm desensitized a little bit now. I still get lightheaded, but I usually don't pass out anymore if I... Because I can feel it coming. Because I pass out so often that I know how to stop it a little bit. But this... The passing out uncontrollably continued until I would say about um, 23 years old. 23 years old. And it was so bad to the point where... um, Like... One time I went into the doctor's office because we had to get a shot and like an immunization and I was wearing like a long sleeve shirt because I was stupid and it was cold outside. I didn't think about the fact that they fucking need to like get to my arm. So I like pull it down because it was a button down. So I pull it down over my shoulder and the doctor gave me the injection (laughs) and I was trying to like play it cool. I had like my headphones in with my mp3 because I was like (laughs) if I distract myself then I won't pass out. I was I was trying everything. I put mp the uh, mp3 like headphones whatever in my ears had music playing and then they always told me like if you cough while you get the while they're putting the needle in it kind of distracts you so I did that did all of it and I get up to leave I wake up on the floor (laughs) I woke up on the floor and I was embarrassed so they put me in a rolly chair which was such a bad idea put me in a rolly chair didn't fucking have any arms I fall out of the rolly chair pass out again they put me in another chair I pass out again and I'm like Oh my god! I her fucking struggling. It was, I was out there struggling, but that fear has gotten a lot better. But I cannot, I can't watch a needle go inside of me. That's like it would be. Brittany a few years ago would panic at someone even having a needle in the same room as me. Like I would freak out and I would have panic attacks and like hyperventilate. <laughs> Damn, those are games. I know. I'm like now that I'm also trying to like think about it more. Um, I don't think I've ever said this, but I'm kind of, like, afraid of, um, (laughs) I don't even know how to explain this. Like, you know, like, a fear of, like, my own mind sometimes, you know? Like, I'm afraid of, like, I guess losing my mind. Like, have you ever thought about, sometimes I'll get, like, these uneasy feelings. Like, you know, when you you just get an uneasy feeling that something's not right? Um, I hate that shit. literally me. Yeah, so, like, whenever I, whenever I get those, like, uneasy feelings that, like, something's not right, I, like... To me, I, I think it's like an energy thing. Like maybe the energy is off or says something is fucking wrong. Something's wrong. And a lot of the times, once I, once I do that, my brain starts going into like what it could possibly be. And then like, I'm one of those people that like, if I'm looking around a room really fast and like that, I can like see something out of the corner of your yeah. eye. We talked about that. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. I'm, I just, I kind of get afraid of like, what's letting, really there? Well, not, not, not what's really there. Letting my mind take over in that aspect. Cause I'm like, to lose your mind sounds fucking terrible. To so like to f- not know what's what's real, what's fake, to not know So schizophrenia? 
You'd just be afraid of getting that? Yeah, well, yeah, Because, you know, sure. schizophrenia, you can't, you hear voices, and I, I mean, I can't speak for people with schizophrenia because I don't have it, but I'm pretty sure you can't tell if they're real or not. Because my thing is that, like, obviously people who have schizophrenia didn't want schizophrenia. Sometimes it's one of those things that people would, like, slip, to, slip into, and I'm like... I'm I'm afraid of like possibly doing that because it's not something that like they can tell you how to do it, you know, like no, and you can't force yourself to have schizophrenia. Yeah. That's not how it works. Yeah, I mean, I'm just afraid of like, like I said, like I think that it very is, but it is very possible into like talking yourself into like going crazy, like overthinking something too much, being worried so much that you're just always on edge. Like I'm afraid oh, of so like you're afraid of my life. <laughs> That's literally me. I overthink and I worry all the fucking time. That's why my, my baseline is stressed out. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm not because I'm just such like a like a like a chill person that I'm afraid of like just losing control of like my ability to be stable. That's what it is. So my uncle apparently has schizophrenia, which is kind of freaky because um schizophrenia is like hereditary Mm. so obviously that puts me at like a predisposition to have schizophrenia and usually it's like they don't know like the exact cause like there's not one cause but usually like a lot of stress and like traumatic events can like trigger it but i'm not like afraid of getting it because i feel even though i have i have like a lot of anxiety and depression and stuff like that i feel secure within knowing that um I don't know, my mind is mine. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it may go crazy and stuff like that, but it's still mine. And I'm not worried about, like, losing control of it. Yeah. I think because I've I've been to the point of what I thought was losing control so many times, and I haven't, I'm like, I'm good. It's it's exactly what, like what you were saying, how sometimes you'll do things in order to test your limit. I think I've reached my limit, like, mentally before and so now i feel secure in my mind a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah well that's good so i'm like do you have any fears in terms of like scary movies what's like what's the what's the scariest movie you think you've seen bitch (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's hard for me to like ever choose things i think i i think i know the scariest movie i've seen i love scary movies so the movie that like freaked me out the most was the ring so I don't think I've ever really seen The Ring. Yeah, that one really. But I saw it when I was like young, and I saw it again recently, and it's still it's still pretty bad. It's one of those things that just has like very weird imagery, and then because like, of the body, the way her body moves and stuff. like No, that? not just that. It's just like when you, when the whole thing pops up. Okay, so The Ring is a movie where there's a tape. So with that tape, um, there's a girl named Samora. So in the tape, it just shows Samora dying, and it shows her dying like a like a terrible death. So the whole thing with the with the movie is that tape gets passed around, and once somebody sees the tape, they have seven days, seven days until they die. The part that's freaky to me is the imagery that they show within the tape. So they'll show like a finger being pushed down and the nail being like pushed up, and like freaking hair being pulled out, teeth being pulled out, things like that. And I'm like, that imagery really uh, was something that was burned into my brain as a kid. And it was weird because I am very good at watching scary movies and being like, oh, it's just a scary movie. That's it. I'm not one of those people who are going to like dream about it and be like, stay up all night and da da da. I'm like, that's not, that's not me. But that movie really like stuck with me. And I'm like, I wonder what it is. But I just think there are certain things that get burned into your brain that if you try to like forget... It just comes back. That's why I immediately knew that that was like the scariest movie I've ever seen. Is it because it's something that you feel like maybe could really happen? 
No, not even that. It's literally just the imagery. So if I were you, I would, uh, for anybody who has never seen the movie, even if you're like super fucking scared, I would just say, go into like YouTube or whatever and Google it, just the, the ring tape and it'll play just the, just the part that are in the, in the tape. So I feel like because I've, <laughs> the way that I was introduced to the ring was from Scary Movie. Oh yeah. And so Scary I Movie is a parody <laughs> of all the scary movies that there are. Mm-hmm. And so of course the ring was in there. And so I think that if I were to try and watch the actual movie, I would just think about Scary Movie and it and it would just ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I know that when that movie did come out, it was, like, really popular. And everyone was like, oh, my God, the scariest movie I've ever seen and stuff like that. But I just have never seen it. But because I have, like, long black hair and I'm Asian, people are always like, oh, my God, you're the ring. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, That's the grudge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're all like, the same. She's definitely Bitch, going in the wrong direction. They're all the same. I thought, like, I thought that one was also really good. Like, the, the whole, like... The, the, the whole idea with the grudge is that somebody was killed in such an intenseful way that, like, her spirit's been stuck. She like that. I really oh, like the... Oh, she's pushed down a well, right? That's Isn't the it? ring. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're all the fucking same to yeah, me. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm a scary movie buff, so that's something that, like, I, I enjoy. It's one of my favorite times, like, favorite things to do during Halloween time is just put on a whole bunch of scary movies, watch them back to back. Like, that shit is my shit yeah I, was, I would say that's one of my Halloween traditions and I miss Halloween traditions man when I was a kid um, in my neighborhood we did this thing called Boo and it's when um, you would go to like fucking we went to like Dollar Tree because it's cheap as fuck and you would buy like candy like little fucking toys shit like that you put it in a bag and then you would go to your neighbor's house or you would just go to somebody's house you wouldn't want to go to your next door neighbor but you would want to go to somebody in the neighborhood that you know has kids and you would leave the bag of like shit on their door and then you would put a little thing in it that says boo <laughs> so then you would like knock on their door and run so then they would come and they would like get the bag and then um, in the bag the the boo directions are like hey you've been booed uh, because you've been booed you know you get to keep all these treats blah 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 put this sign on your door so that, that you've been booed so that other other people oh, know that you're booed cute. and then go to the store get some more stuff and then boo somebody else so then the whole point of it is that by the end of Halloween everybody has a sign on their door. Oh, imagine you don't want to participate and someone boos you. And you're I know. Like, you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, even if you don't have kids, you probably low-key should, low should still go out and, like, get something and, like, do it. Because, I mean, it's something that, like, takes two seconds. But I just liked, like, that type of Halloween tradition. Yeah, something to do with, like, your community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really have, like, uh, a scary movie that comes to mind, like, as an adult. But I do remember it used to scare me so bad. I, to this day, have never seen the actual movie because when I was a kid, I think it came out when I was probably like seven or eight, it came out. And they would play it on like TV and I remember trying to watch it and I wouldn't be able to watch it for more than like 30 seconds. Cause the I would old get one or the new one? The, the old one, like the original. Because wow. I would get so scared, I, have to, I would have to change the channel. And so I... Even as an adult, I'm like, still haven't gone there. Because, like, <laughs> it just reminds me. Like, I was scared of that movie. Like, that was the movie that would give me nightmares. And, like, I would I would feel like someone was, like, standing behind me when I was watching it. And that's why I would have to, like, change it. Because I would feel like they were, like, going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have any Halloween, like, traditions growing up? 
I know you're um, from Jamaica, so... Yeah, like, in Jamaica, we, we, like, dressed up for Halloween and stuff like that, but we lived, like, on our property, so we... I mean, trick-or-treating, I don't even know if that's a thing in Jamaica or not, but we never went trick-or-treating. Um, but when I moved to America, we would go trick-or-treating, and, of course, I enjoy that. Me and my sister used to live in this huge neighborhood, and so we figured we figured out how to get the most candy. What we would do is get like some type of bag whatever but if it got like halfway full we would go home and dump it out and then go back on the to like go to the rest of the houses because the people would see that we had no candy and then they would give us more candy because if you if someone sees that you're like (laughs) at the fucking brim of your bag they're only gonna put like two pieces but then they see a little kid that has no candy they're gonna give you like a whole like handful (laughs) two handfuls until we'd be playing the neighborhood (laughs) and i remember i used to go home um after like a night of trick-or-treating and i used to like um set my candy in like categories so i would like categorize with like here's all of my chocolate here's all of my like lollipops wow, here's all of, of my yes <laughs> and and because i wanted to see like what good candy did i get uh-huh. and then i would like limit myself i'm like okay i'm gonna have like two tonight and then tomorrow i'm gonna go in on it <laughs> and then like every day i would like give myself um like i would ration the candy low-key because i didn't want it to run out um I do have like a really kind of gross story about <laughs> Halloween candy if you want to hear it. Uh, oh my gosh. I can't believe I'm going to tell this on the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I am a very messy person, right? And when I was little, I was even messier. And I would kind of hoard my Halloween candy. So because because I would ration it, I would end up having a shit ton left over. And one time I like had the bag of candy in my closet and I left it there for months, for fucking months. And it just got, I think, I, I don't know if I forgot about it, but it ended up getting um, buried underneath just like mounds of other toys and just like shit, whatever was in my closet to the point where one day my mom was like, we need to clean this. Like, this is ridiculous. And she cleaned it. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Ants had formed a colony in the bag <laughs> in, of candy. In the Halloween candy. Wow. They used the chocolate and made a colony. <laughs> like there was a shit ton of them? Like I I mean I was my mom was so pissed cleaning it up that I didn't want to go in there and like <laughs> see it and I was I was embarrassed that it had, had happened. But yeah, like they I mean it was a colony of ants. Damn. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, so I, I know. I guess I guess I have a, a, a trick or treating story. I guess mine's a little bit more like dark. So this is this has happened like recently in my neighborhood. This is the reason why there's cops in my neighborhood now. Whenever people are going out trick or trick or treating, so we were like trick or treating and shit, and um, we were going house to house, and then there was like this car that was like speeding through our neighborhood and stuff. And what they were doing was they were speeding through our neighborhood and they were shooting people, <gasps> but they were shooting them with a, with paintballs that were red. So people were getting shot thinking like they actually got shot and like their kids got shot and stuff because like on the uniforms and stuff, like not uniforms, but on the costumes, like if you're wearing a white costume, you see the red blood. All of a sudden you're like, oh my God, somebody shot my kid. And you know, it hurts when Yes, the kids are crying. Yeah. So (gasps) now that ever since that's happened, there's been like cops in my neighborhood every single time that there's like trick or or treating, but it's like, damn dude, you're really going to like 
sit there and you know it's probably a bunch of teenagers yeah. that thought it would be so funny to see everyone's reaction i'm like those are the people who end up actually being serial killers mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm do saying do you feel like there's an age like an age where like if you're this age you need to no longer be trick-or-treating no i think so what it's just one of those because for me w- number one if you're like older you're like out or whatever but nine times out of, out of ten the kids are like done trick-or-treating by like eight or nine so then by like fucking 10 30 11 o'clock you got knock 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 and these old ass kids standing okay, at your so, door okay so you the issue that you have with it is the time i have an issue with the time and i have an issue with the like so what if the what's the age that you would say is a cutoff definitely 15 16 damn <laughs> I mean, because to me, like, and I hate those people that like show up to your door and they're like wearing like a t-shirt, and you're like, "What are oh. you?" And they're like, "Me." And I'm like, "Come on, dude." Uh, okay, like, well, that's different. If someone is dressed up celebrating and they're coming out at a decent time, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You can't tell someone you're too old to trick or treat. It's like saying you're too old to believe in Santa Claus. Like, bitch, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can believe in whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? And especially, it's <laughs> that would make me feel weird because I have a little brother and. I, as an adult, I've dressed up and taken him trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, oh, I don't get candy because I look older than everybody else. That's not fair. <laughs> it's one of those things that, yeah, you're right. You can like believe in Santa however long you want, but Halloween is one of those uh, holidays that depends on other people. So I feel like no, I thought, it doesn't. Yeah, for you to get, if you want to get candy from somebody, trick or treating is the only is not the only part of Halloween. Uh, well, I'm just saying that part. That part you depend on that person to give you candy. So I think that people have the right to be like. Yo, I think you're a little bit too old. Okay, I, well, you can say that, but I don't think that needs to be, like, a rule. I, I don't think it has to be a rule, but I think that it's definitely one of those things that people should, like, look out for. Because I, like like I said, if you're old as hell, like, if you have, like, a kid and you're, like, you're trick-or-treating with your kid, dope, for sure. But if you're just old as fuck coming up to my door, I'm probably going to be like, okay. <laughs> so what if I... So what if, okay, like, let's say I'm 18 years old, but me when I was 18, I looked like I was 14. So what about that? <laughs> what, are you going to look at my ID? I, I guess it all just goes based on, like, what I think, you know, when I, when I see that person. But that's fucked up. Okay, so what about those kids that mature before everyone else and they look grown as fuck but they're kids? <laughs> see, it's not fair. Yeah, I it's mean. It's not fair. Either, either way, it's up to your own discretion, no matter what. Yeah, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. No one's saying just because someone comes to your door, they have to give candy. Yeah. Like, I've known that, like, I've gone trick-or-treating, and people who are not dressed up don't get candy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You don't, you're not obligated to do anything like that. I don't think that there needs to be an age limit on anything. If you want to act like a kid, and you feel like you're like, oh, I'm 18, I can't go. Nah, bitch, go. Yeah, for sure. Fucking, if you're, if you're dressed up, and you're just having fun like everyone else, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Fucking killjoy. <laughs> oh, 15, 16, I'm like... Bitch, I was definitely trick-or-treating at 15 and 16. Yeah, no, Get out my I, face. I think I had stopped and I was already passing out candy or I was just going to Halloween parties. Because, I mean, I was I would stay. You and also I would like look to... a lot older than me. So it was yeah. like, it, it's probably like you felt a little bit weird doing it. Mm-hmm. I just I just enjoy the, the passing out or like open up the door and fucking scaring people. I love that shit. Oh, see, we never, my mom is really about like uh, Christmas. And so we never really decorated that much for Halloween. So... 
it, it may sound like a, a fun thing to do unless like you're the only one like wanting to do it and then you got to clean up after so we never like decorated <laughs> inside or anything like that you know i feel like that has to be like a group effort because it's yeah. a lot of work to make your Decorating in general is a lot of work man yeah that's what i'm saying so i just i went there to be a petition for there to be better freaking guys halloween costumes <laughs> oh yeah i feel like girls true. have like limitless options they can be a slutty firefighter a slutty, a slutty firefighter. police officer a slutty doctor a slutty nurse like there's just options 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 guys it's like guys have a lot of options too so it's like what are some cool ones for guys anything like you if you just go on like party city or target or anything they have a bunch i know of but some of them like i just hate like the lame like oh you're counting Oh, you're like a oh, like you like want to be a character. I hate that shit. Like it's not even that I want to be a character. Like one one that I saw that was cool was a uh, Fresh Prince. So like That's somebody's a name like Carlton. Or That's somebody. a character. Yeah, but like it's one of those things that you like can dress up, and it's not like like I hate one of those things that like you're wearing a cowboy hat, so you're a cowboy. I like the ones that are more like creative. Like That's you, what I'm saying you yeah. want to be a character. Yeah, I want to be more. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, yeah, you want to mm-hmm. be a character. You don't want to just be a police officer or something run of the mill. Yeah. You want to be Carlton or you want to be like. Batman or Ant-Man no, or... not even those. I, well, not for you, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. It's something within that category. Obviously, like, I don't fucking know what you want to be, but... I just like the the whole creativity of, like, Halloween and all that stuff, but it's just getting harder and harder to, like, do something that hasn't been done, you know? Um, I don't think so. I actually think that with the advent of um, memes, <laughs> it's there's, like, a bunch more people to dress up as because not... Now it's not only like, okay, run of the mill, like nurse, police officer type stuff like that. Um, it's also characters from movies, TV shows. And then there's a lot of people who dress up as memes. You've seen that? Mm-hmm. Yes! You used to see it all the time. Do you remember, was it two years ago, people were um, dressing up as the I-4 eyesore? You know that building on I-4? I'm fucking dead. I didn't you know, see you that. You haven't seen that? No. Yeah, people were dressing up as like memes and shit. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's actually way easier now to dress up as something just because there's so many things that you could be. Um, my sister and I want to be, like it's on her bucket list apparently, which is kind of funny, to be fuck you and fuck me. Who's that? From Austin Powers. Oh, I don't, I don't like funny shit like that, remember? <laughs> okay, like, but Austin Powers I think is a I've classic. Seen Austin Powers, maybe once. Oh my god, I love Austin Powers. But yeah, Fook You and Fook Me are these Asian twins. Um, and yeah, they were in one of the movies, and their names are Fook You and Fook Me. So it's really funny. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen that shit before. That's funny. I'm trying to think of like, what are my Halloween plans this year? So my friend, I know some of my friends want to go downtown, but it's gonna be wild. So I'm like, oh, I'm not sure about that. You are trying it going downtown. My friend's having a Halloween party, but it's one of those things that just all these types of events are still like iffy. Like I'm, it's it's weird that Halloween still. Well, no, it is. Yeah, but you were gonna go downtown until I started talking you out of it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still. It definitely because I, I Halloween is my favorite holiday, so I definitely want to do something, but. You just don't know what. Don't yeah, just don't know what. Yeah, because I feel like so Halloween on, I'm sorry, downtown on any holiday is a shit show. Do you remember when we went downtown? What was it, two or three years ago for Halloween, and, and people were getting stabbed? Do you remember there was like two people who got stabbed? No. Oh no, my God, your memory me. is so bad, it Robert. It definitely doesn't surprise me because fucking Orlando, man. Yes, but. Anyways, I remember we went downtown and it was to every place that we went to was at capacity. Yeah. And I'm like, 
have you ever heard of a, a bar or a club downtown being at capacity? No. <laughs> but on Halloween, yes. So that's when everyone was like flooding the streets. And that's when people started getting stabbed. I'm like, oh, no. honey. <laughs> and like you're just asking to get COVID at that point because yeah. it's shoulder to shoulder for sure. Mm-hmm. And not only are you in contact with like people, but you're in contact with like hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Probably maybe even thousands. Fucking downtown's packed as fuck on Halloween. Yeah, it's just still so crazy that like we're about to be at Halloween, about to be at fucking Thanksgiving, about to be at Christmas. Like, yeah. this like everything is just flown by, and it's, it's one of those things that I'm just shocked because it doesn't feel like it. I guess because I didn't go to Halloween Horror Nights this year, I didn't like. You didn't feel like you got like your full the experience, experience yeah. yeah. So it just feels like it shouldn't even be, be so soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's sad. Uh, October definitely like flew by. I didn't even. I mean, I could still do it, I guess, but I didn't even, like, carve any pumpkins or any stuff like that, which, I mean, like, for for me, I've always thought that Halloween and fall, all that stuff doesn't have to pass by with with October. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why can't we carry it through November? Why can't (laughs) Halloween go up until Christmas, you know? Like, I feel like, I don't know, half of, the beginning half of November can be Halloween still. And then the second half, okay, fine. Put the Christmas tree up. Yeah, it's so weird that like that. people be like, as soon as Halloween's over, the next day Christmas. is Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. Christmas lasts for so long. Yeah, like literally, if you walk into Target on Halloween, you'll see all the Halloween stuff. But this next day, the very next day, it'll be Christmas everywhere. I feel like they don't even wait till then. I feel like like Loki right now. now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, here's a Christmas tree. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I think it's because they make so much money with Christmas. That's always made me feel so like weird because it's like. They're speeding the time along. Yeah. So then it just feels like everything is like sped up. It kind of just kills it for me a little bit because I like Christmas, but if I'm seeing a Christmas tree for fucking two months, I'm over it by the time <laughs> Christmas comes around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like part of what makes the holiday so special is because they're not here for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know? So <laughs> please don't like desensitize me from fucking t- the smell of tinsel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, guys. That wraps up this week's episode of R&B Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning tuning in and make sure that you guys go out and vote we have early voting right now in florida and it is going to be open i think it's seven to seven every day until november 1st so please go cast your vote get this cheeto out of here (laughs) period um and then if you can't make it to early voting of course you can vote on election day november 3rd please let your voice be heard. Let's not make the same mistake we made in 2016. Every vote counts. Don't let anyone tell you that one vote doesn't mean anything. Because if everyone in Florida thought that, oh, my one vote doesn't mean anything, then who do you think is going to win? Anyways. <laughs> For sure, man. I'm And by the way, happy holidays, guys. For sure. I mean... COVID is shitty and we're struggling, but at the same time, don't let that like take away your your cheer for all my people who are like me, where Halloween is their freaking favorite holiday. Still find a way to like experience, sit at home, watch Halloween Town, pass Halloween out candy, Town. like you know, just do those do those those little things that still make you feel like okay, I was able to enjoy Halloween. Yeah, for sure. 
And guys, if you want to um, donate to my sister's GoFundMe for her cat, Chauncey, um, of course, I'm going to leave that down in the episode notes. And then if you want to check out our website, it's rnbpodcast.com. Our Instagram and Twitter is at the official underscore rnb. And my Instagram is brvtt. Well, mine's going to be Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. Thank you. Thank you. Happy spoopy season. Happy, happy spooky season. <laughs> Bye.